Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Hear the word of God. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Amen. Today we live amongst an anxious generation. There's an underlying low-grade fear that runs throughout our neighborhoods and is resident in many homes. Sometimes this anxiousness develops into major health problems in individuals. Worry about the future and what it might bring robs so many of us of sleep and well-being. When such fear becomes chronic, it can become overwhelming One person who suffered from deep anxiety on a daily basis described it this way. Chronic anxiety is messy and unpredictable, overpowering and insidious, physical and mental, and at times so unexpectedly debilitating, I'm unable to speak or think clearly or even move. In the Sermon on the Mount, found in the Gospel of Matthews, chapters 5 through 7, Jesus speaks about anxiety in the life of a believer. He is very clear that it is not something that is healthy or good for our living. He says, do not be anxious about anything. And then he asks a series of questions. Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? The Sermon on the Mount is a teaching that Jesus directs to his disciples, to those who respond to his call to follow him. To follow as a disciple means to take on his way of living, of trusting God for life and all needs. The problem with anxiety, of being anxious, is that such a person has lost their belief that God is in control of their future and will provide for them. What is interesting is that Jesus does not address these questions to humanity large or to non-believers. Such people have reason for being anxious. For the future is uncontrollable and unpredictable. You never know what tomorrow will bring. This is true for believers too. But they also have a reality that is bigger than this world and the worst it can do. They have a God who values them above all creation and who is for them to the other end. 
Those who are without God, what do they have but their small selves? Maybe they should be anxious. The Sermon on the Mount is teaching about a higher way of living, of existing in this world. It is given from the standpoint of our divine purpose and call, which is to love God and our neighbor as ourselves, and so glorify God. It is contrary to living for oneself. For the disciples, the bottom line for which you live is the beloved other, God, and then our neighbor. When we embrace this reality as given to us by God, we realize how much we mean to him and that he who is in control sees our life and what comes before it and works for our benefit. Too often in church, we hear negative admonitions about, without their positive reality that lies behind them. This can sound like one of them. Do not be anxious. Yet Christ here spends much words on the truth that urges us towards a higher way of living. We are of great value to God, and he will care for us. It is this that we must keep before our minds. It is this we must choose to meditate on in our beds, rather than the reality of the harsh world. The church and you as an individual must always keep the good news of Christ front and center in your thinking. We must keep what he has done for us and how he feels about us in our hearts so that when the choice comes, it is for the higher way of Jesus. Jesus elucidates this higher way when he tells us to, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. He is urging us to make a first concern what matters to him. And that which is eternal, that which is of his kingdom, it is natural to be anxious about tomorrow and what we need when all the reality we know is this world. But we are different. If indeed we belong to him, we are called to replace that anxiousness that is endemic to this world with the faith that comes from knowing Christ and who he is for us. Our hearts should not be focused on anything less than his kingdom and his righteousness. Keep your eyes on him and trust him for tomorrow. And all that you need, you will have. And more. Why should you be anxious? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, when I feel crushed by my own worries, lift my mind and help me to see the truth. When fear grips me tight and I feel I cannot move, free my heart and help me to take things one step at a time. When I can't express the turmoil inside, call me with your quiet words of love from your spirit. I choose to trust you each day, each hour, each moment of my life. I know deep down that I and your grace, forgiven, restored by your sacrifice, have been set free. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen.